Have kids, they said. It will be fun, they said. Who the heck are they anyway? As moms, we sacrifice a lot for our families, our time, our health, our wallets, our identity, friendships, personal care, and of course, our beloved sleep. Motherhood is a crazy ride, one that is not meant to be braved alone. It takes a village, right? Well, your village is here. I'm your host, Sabrina Greer, and every week I'll be diving into the gray areas of motherhood with some very special guests. This is not the highlight reel, but the real deal. So reheat that cup of coffee, turn up the volume, and get ready for the reminder that you've got this, mama. Hello, and thank you for tuning in. You are listening to You've Got This Mama, the podcast. I'm excited for our guest today. Um, She's been such a huge part of the YGT Mama team for a while now. Mastermind contributor, you've got this healthy mama coming up, right, girl? (laughs) Hey, Christina. Hi. Okay, so we're going to welcome Christina Whalen-Chabot today. And I am just pumped to have you here because you have so many big things on the go. And I think it's just such a great time. Today's my birthday. We're recording on my birthday, which is super fun. (laughs) I love it. And yeah, so, oh, thank you. So yeah, I just, I'm going to dive right in and introduce you and then we'll get into the bulk of, of what you're here for, which is exciting. Okay, Christina is a contributing author in the upcoming You've Got This Healthy Mama book, as I mentioned. She studied at the University of Toronto and received a master's in exercise sciences with a focus on exercise and the nervous system. She is also a certified Pilates instructor and Franklin Method educator who balances this with motherhood to three, three kids, <laughs> and, with, uh, sorry, and the help she provides at her, the family business. Her ultimate goal is to promote healthy living, teach body awareness, and help people achieve the flexibility that a fit and healthy body and mind can give them. In 2017, she founded her own business called Matters of Movement, which is a Pilates-based movement practice. So many cool things. (laughs) So exciting. Well, thanks for being here, Christina, and I can't wait to dive in. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So can you tell me just a little bit about your business and sort of what inspired it and you know how it all came to fruition because I'm very familiar with your business and I'm very excited about it. So tell us your, your story. Yeah, I'm happy to share that. It, um, it all really started back when I was working for other people in their studios and trying to balance that with motherhood and feeling like that was difficult. You know, I was, I felt challenged because I was trying to meet the needs of someone else's business while trying to deal with sick children or, you know, uh, you know, no babysitter for one reason or another. So then I just had the idea, well, why don't I just do my own thing? Because if I need to cancel something, I just will. And then that relieves a lot of the pressure. Um, I also wanted to look at movement, um, from the perspective that you know that that it that it is affected by so many different things that movement isn't just exercise it's affected by what we're eating our mental health it's affected by um, our socioeconomic situation it's affected by um, social expectations so many different things affects the way that we move and how movement is available to us And when I take a client in, I look at them every single day as a different person because they're coming to me as a different entity almost every single time. 
you know, whatever it is that's going on in their life um, affects how I teach them on a day-to-day basis. So that's why I called my company Matters of Movement, because I want to take all of those things into consideration. Hmm. I love that. And I love that the acronym is MOM. Because <laughs> MOM, so- exactly. <laughs> so good. Um, I think that's so great because something you said there is so true, you know, that everything affects our movement. And so many, I think as moms, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves that, you know, movement has to be this big, you know, thing. Like it has to be, I have to go for a 10 kilometer run. I have to go to the gym and do a workout class. I have to do like, we put so many, like everything in motherhood, we put so many expectations on ourselves. And I love something that you created not too long ago, you know, these 10 minute workouts. And I just thought that was so brilliant because it's so accessible. It's so easy. There's no excuses. Anyone can do it from your living room. You don't need fancy equipment. You don't need like special clothing. You know, you just do it in your pajamas if you need to. And that's what it's about. It's just get your body moving no matter what it looks like. Nobody's judging you. Nobody cares what it looks like. Just get your body moving and see what the benefits are for yourself. It's going to be different for everyone, but it's going to be positive, right? It's, it's about getting moving, just anything, just to not sit there stagnant. <laughs> well, exactly. And what was really great about that was I, I followed that. Um, it was a challenge um, and I, you know, it was the first challenge I'd ever run. So it was pretty exciting and new and fresh. And I had such a great time doing it. But afterwards, I sent out a survey and I asked people what kind of benefits that they experienced from having participated in the challenge. And it was really beautiful. It was amazing. These women were doing exercise 10 minutes at a time, you know, for four weeks. And they came out to me you know, feeling stronger, feeling better about themselves, feeling more competent about exercise. Some of them had less pain in their bodies than they had prior to the challenge. Some of them were sleeping better. Some of them, you know, and it's funny because this is what happens all the time. It's like you change one thing in your life and that then reverberates everywhere. So then they start eating better and then they start focusing on, you know, maybe their water intake and all of these other things. And so, you know, that one small decision was really just so helpful to create a larger change. Yeah. So good. So important. And I think it was an amazing challenge. I did it too. <laughs> I was part of the challenge and it, I felt the same way, you know, cause I am one of those moms who put so much pressure on myself. It's like, Oh, if I'm not doing, you know, two spin classes a week and getting a proper run in and, you know, doing all the things, then I'm not getting adequate exercise, but some is better than none, right? 10 minutes is better than doing nothing. Yeah. And so many of us, I find, you know, because of these high expectations we put on ourselves, we would rather do none than some if it can't be perfect, right? And I think that we all fall into that trap at some point or another. And just letting go of that expectation and allowing ourselves to be free to move in small doses is amazing. And, you know, a lot of the moms that tune into the show, you know, they're postpartum and maybe they're healing from something, 
but you still need movement in your life, right? You need movement at all stages. I think that's really important too. Absolutely. And this is, and you know, a lot of people, if you go into motherhood already having had the experience of dedicating, you know, an hour to your fitness several times a week, the likelihood of you returning to that is pretty high. But then you've got women who are walking into a postpartum period, maybe not having had the experience of exercising a whole lot, and now feeling this pressure to return back to their, you know, you know, their their pre-body, you know, post-baby. And and so the the thought of joining a spinning class or doing this big run or doing this gigantic thing, this epic exercise session, feels hard. And you know what? It doesn't have to be. You know, these small little increments of 10 minutes are great. And you know what? It doesn't even have to be 10 minutes. It can be two minutes. It can be five minutes. I don't know how many times I have just dropped into, you know, plank or doing squats in the middle of my kitchen while my kids are around. They love it. They participate. And you know what? In five minutes, it's over. But you do that several times a day and you've logged in, you know, 15 minutes, sometimes 20 minutes in a day. And then your kids see the kind of dedication you have to your own health. They love it. It's great. Absolutely. And I think that's a really good point too, because the, the behavior that we model for our children is important, right? And in the schools, the curriculum they teach, you know, a lot of movement-based activities and exercise-based activities, but I think seeing their parents active and moving around and just showing them that is important too. Um, you know, they're always watching us. They're little sponges and they need to see that. I involve my kids in, in a lot of movement activities as well. And I do the same thing. I'm like, okay, drop and squat in the kitchen. And, or, you know, I'm, do, I'm always doing like push-ups on the wall or something. And they're like, what are you doing, mom? And, you know, I'm just moving my body because that's, yeah. it's fun to do. We have dance parties constantly and, you know, we're always outdoors and it's just so much fun to get moving. But I love what you said there too, because I think our focus when it comes to movement is so often on weight, on body shape, on muscle tone, on all of these things about being fit. And while yes, that's part of exercise, of course, I think it is important that we realize the other matters of movement. You know, it will help you sleep better if you're moving and you're active. It will make you want to eat more. It will change the way you think about food. All of those things that you mentioned at the beginning of the of this interview, I think are important to see too. So we need to sort of like change the conversation when it comes to exercise, because it's not just about dropping pounds and fitting back into those jeans or, you know, getting a six pack or, you know, the flabby arms going away, whatever it is that is in your head, right? Like movement is so much more than just that, than just your physical the way I see it is, you know, if you're, if you're going to work with me, I'm not going to work with you to get you looking a certain way. I'm going to work, be working with you so that you are fit for your life, the life that you want to live. You want to pick up your babies. You want to run with them down the, you know, down the street. You want to go swimming with them. You want to go skiing. You want to go biking. You want to do all of these things. And I, you know, really want 
want people to focus on that. Focus on what you have, work with that, and make it so that you can live the life that makes you happy. You know, yeah. it, there's nothing worse than feeling like, okay, you know, look at my my son, he's running down the road. I want to run. Oh, I, I, I can't do that. I'm going to feel too tired or I'm going to feel winded, you know, and that's a little knock on the self-esteem every single time that happens. And so that's, that's what I want to work on. I love that. That's so beautiful. And it's interesting that you said that. I don't talk about my mom very much on the show, but she recently broke her pelvis and you know, that's a really tough thing, but she was also diagnosed with osteoporosis and osteoarthritis. And, you know, she's not old. She's in her 60s, early 60s. And, you know, I see so many of these 60 year olds like running marathons and, you know, doing triathlons and really super active. Obviously that's extreme, but I don't look at a 60 at 60 year olds and think, Oh, like they should be using a walker and in a wheelchair with a cane. And, you know, I, I see 60 year olds. It's like, that's not that far away from me. (laughs) You know, it's not that crazy to think about being 60. So I agree. Like it's, it's preventative too, right? It's starting now so that you can not just live the life you want to live now, but maintain that life as, as we get older you know, it's, it's not uncommon now for women to give birth in their, you know, late thirties, early forties, even mid forties. You want to be able to, to stick around and be able to move with your kids, you know, as, as you continue to age. And yeah, it's been a big eye opener for me seeing my mother in that state because it does make her feel a lot older than she is. And, you know, I, I attribute a lot of it. Yes, of course, it was an accident and she fell, but I attribute a lot of her healing capabilities to her, her lack of movement in her, her current every day. Yeah. yeah. Right. Sure. And that's the thing. Like anyone who's used to moving on a regular basis is going to bounce back a lot easier from something as traumatic as that. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, she probably is going to be looking at reevaluating how things how she's living her life day to day and that goes for anybody not just your mom anyone you know and you see that with anyone who's had a traumatic injury there it's it's a you know a light is shining wait a minute we need to reevaluate we need to look at how we're going to proceed because we want a quality a quality of life that makes us happy yeah well that's a perfect segue into so what is your advice for moms specifically that, you know, want to get moving? They know that they need that in their life. They're thinking about long-term health, but they feel like they don't have enough time. You know, we're so busy. I get it. You know, busy is a swear word in our house. I never like to use it, but it's true. You know, we were just talking about this before the call, you know, it's like, as mothers, we take on so many roles, right? We're chauffeurs, we're chefs, we are housekeepers, we're cleaners, we're payers of bills, kissers of boo-boos, whatever it is that you're doing (laughs) in your everyday life. It's a lot to take on, you know, the invisible workload of a mom is a lot. So, you know, it does kind of feel sometimes like we don't have time to take care of ourselves. We don't have time to do that. It always gets pushed to the, the side or the back burner. So what would your advice be for for those mamas out there? Well, first of all, if they have a partner, 
they need to uh, get their partner involved. They need to, you know, say, listen, you know, if they're, if their partner's not involved a lot, which mine has not been, he's just, he works up really long hours and he works seven days a week. And so I, I'm on my own a lot and um, I'm getting better and better and better at asking for what I want and for what I need. Because if I don't do that, if I don't stand up for myself and for what I need, I, I get lost. Unfortunately, my husband's not going to be like, oh, you know, you haven't worked out this week. You know, maybe you should do that. So whether it's the part or your partner or somebody else, um, you know, a family member or a friend, if there's some way that you can carve out time in your life, um, then do that. See if you can do that on a weekly basis, even if it's just one time a week. The other thing is is lowering your expectations about the length of time you're going to work out i mean we talked about this already you know really just sprinkle your movement throughout the day it doesn't have to be a big epic workout i promise you that i that's how i work out today and in you know i start and i stop and i start and i stop and i start and i stop and sometimes i go a week without not without moving but i feel it if i do that so the other thing is to find an activity that you like. You know, maybe you, the thought of doing a spinning class is just a nightmare to you. Then don't do a spinning class, you know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe go do a dance class, you know. Maybe hip-hop is up your alley. Maybe, you know, salsa dancing is up your alley. Anything that, I don't know, sparks joy as... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. As, as we've heard often, yeah. you know, and, um, you know, because if you're going to do a movement or, or a type of movement that you enjoy, you're more likely to return to it. So those yeah. are my really basic things, my basic, you know, three basic things to, to really start thinking about moving. Well, and I love that you said that because, you know, dance class to me sounds like a nightmare, <laughs> but I have found such joy in just going for like a nature walk like being outside and clearing my head. And, you know, there's so many other benefits to that outside of just moving, but it is movement. You know, it's, it's a lot of movement. Walking is great exercise. So it can be as simple as that. Or like you said, just dropping and squatting in the kitchen or with your kids around, you know, I've really loved doing yoga and Pilates stretches with them. We'll find like YouTube videos of something my eldest son, who's 13, you know, we'll have challenges where we'll see who can do so many push-ups or pull-ups or I can't do any pull-ups. So who am I kidding? But he actually can. <laughs> so it's fun for them, right? To get them involved in that. And, you know, I just, yeah. I think the combined benefits of getting outside and moving rain or shine, winter or summer, whatever it is, I think there's just, it's so powerful for your mind as well as your body for sure that's for me anyway because I love the outdoors and nature yeah we just went on a big trip and uh we we didn't do a lot of uh scheduling which is what I would normally do prior to a trip this time we just kind of ran ran with it and we ended up on a boat driving out to this island in the middle of Scotland and walking through these beautiful magical forests and you know it was 
I, I walked into onto that island in one state and left in a completely other state. I was just, I, you know, we hear the term for having a forest bath a lot. And mm-hmm. I truly believe that that is, is the real thing. You know, I think being in nature, smelling the earth, smelling the leaves, you know, it's a, it's a real full body experience. Like yeah. all the senses are being activated, which I think probably um, lends itself to such a, a healing activity. And you get to move, which is awesome. Yeah. And I love that you said that about healing. Cause I, I interviewed um, coach Carly last week and she talked a lot about anxiety and stress and she's an anxiety coach. And she had mentioned one of her strategies for dealing with anxiety and healing from anxiety and depression is the five senses rule. So you have to name in your head things as you're in the moment. So what am I smelling? What do I taste? What do I see? What do I hear? What do I feel? And you have to actually physically say what those things are and it brings you to the present. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I'd mentioned on that episode that, you know, a, a coach of mine had had once said that depression stems from the past, from, you know, things that have already happened and, you know, the guilt and the stress that accompanies that. And then anxiety stems from the future. So worrying, um, you know, fear of the unknown, those things. But if you can be present, if you can just be present, anxiety, depression, those things don't stand a chance because you're in the present. So bringing it back to those five senses and healing I think that's amazing. And if you get to combine that with something like movement, you know, then it's a win-win all around. So absolutely. I love that you mentioned that. It is very healing. Talking about healing, we hear all the time this buzzword or call it what you will, (laughs) self-care, right? It's, It's becoming very common. And I think I think there's a lot of anxiety around self-care because people feel like they're doing it wrong or, you know, I haven't done it right. Or, uh, you know, I had, we talked about this a lot in the mastermind about self-care and I I literally had people say to me, well, I don't think I'm doing it right. (laughs) And, you know, I laugh out of sort of sadness because it's, you know, it just, it just should be a non-negotiable thing. Right. And some people just, I don't know why as moms, we find it so hard to take care of ourselves, to fill our cup first so we can pour from that and, you know, nourish others around us with that. So tell us about, you know, self-care that you promote for moms specifically and what your take is on self-care. Well, I mean, I, I had, I have a retreat planned um, that I'm running on September 29th. Um, in in a really beautiful natural setting um, at a friend's property, so I'm really excited about that. But pr- prior to me leaving on this vacation, we just got back about a week ago. I was really getting really tired of the self care posts that I was seeing, and and I am a poster of self care <laughs> content. <laughs> so when the poster of self care content is getting tired of seeing the self-care I I knew that I was I personally was kind of entering into 
a bad, a, a kind of a bad place personally, right? You kind of see negativity around things and you're just, and then it just feeds. And, and I was like, I really need to get away. I really need to get on this vacation fast. And, you know, having come back from that vacation now, um, two weeks away from our kids, which is, uh, you know, a very difficult thing, not always available to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt so amazing coming back. It was so good. I felt, you know, you're not making dinner for people that hate your food, you know, and you're fighting about bedtime and get what clothes are going to wear and all of that stuff. I love being a mom, but it's really hard. And um, I, I am promoting this, this retreat as an opportunity for moms and anyone else who's got a crazy busy life to step away from their busy life and spend some time focusing on their movement health, their mental health, uh, their spiritual health, their nutritional health, all of those things in one simple day um, in this beautiful backdrop. Um, and so that's what I'm doing right now. But I I obviously also offer classes and exercise classes and I have my little challenge also that are small little investments that you can uh, make into your self-care and just step away and just step away and yeah. come out the other end more calm, more centered, more ready yeah, for life. Well, I agree. One of the types of self-care I promote is, you know, time away from your kids because yes, we can love being a mom. We can love it so much and never, ever want to leave our kids, but you need space to feel like an adult. You need space to not have to, you know, change poopy bums and talk baby talk and all the things, right? And <laughs> depending on the age of your children, that varies, but you, you know what I'm saying? Like we all yeah. need space to just reconnect with ourselves, whether that's in movement, whether that's taking a bath, whether that's going for a walk, whether that's just sitting and having a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or whatever it is, right? It, it doesn't have to be like a spa day or a two week trip away. Exactly. It doesn't <laughs> you know, it have can to be, but it doesn't have to be, yeah. it can be, you know, 20 minutes. And again, if you have a partner, yes, involving them. Uh, and if you don't like ask for help elsewhere, if it's hiring somebody to babysit your kids for a couple of hours to give you that space, if it's, you know, a couple of days a week in daycare, if it's, you know, family or friends, or, you know, I've even seen these like sort of business mom share situations now where you can drop your kids off with other boss moms and, you know, just work well, somebody else watches your kids and then you take turns. Like there's so many options. Amazing. Yeah. And I, I, I mean that, is available for a reason, right? We're all thinking it, we're all feeling it. We all need just a little bit of space and it's okay yeah. to ask for that. It's okay to crave it. It does not make you a bad mother. It does not make you a bad person. It means that you are taking time for yourself to fill your cup so you can then pour from that cup, that full cup and nourish exactly. all the people around you. So I think that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Well, Thank you for all of that information. That's so helpful. And I just love it. And I'm so sure our listeners are motivated now to get moving and they're going to look you up. So if they want to find you and your retreat coming up and your classes, and I know you provide some online instruction, um, how can they find you girl? 
Uh, well, they can go to my website, which is mattersofmovement.ca. And I'm on Facebook at Matters of Movement and on Instagram at Matters of Movement. So there you go. Keep it simple. <laughs> and I will post direct links in the show notes for your retreat and for all of your upcoming events and all of your stuff and things. But I highly recommend mamas out there listening that you go and follow Christina because she is amazing. And her 10 minute instruction, uh, movement instruction videos are like gold, <laughs> you know, it's so, so helpful. So uh, definitely go check it out. And to everyone listening, thank you for tuning in. You know the drill. Head on over, leave us a rating and a review, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for being on, Christina. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Sabrina Greer, your host, and you've been listening to You've Got This Mama, the podcast. You can follow us at YGT Mama and join the conversation on Facebook and Instagram to get more information on the stories we share here, our community, our books, or the blog. Head on over to www.ygtmama.com. You can also access the show notes there. If you haven't already, please head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your daily listen and subscribe to the tribe. Rate and review this podcast. That helps keep us alive and we deeply value every review. I would like to thank the production team and Megan Krumpetich, our producer, for making this happen. Thank you so much to all of you for giving us your ear. We hope you tune in next week. But in the meantime, please remember, you've got this, Mama.